Hey guys, welcome to the new podcast, Power to the People, a show for real, everyday people who struggle with their health and fitness. We're cutting through all the nonsense, fads, and gimmicks to provide you with clear, digestible information that can help you along your fitness journey. I'm here with Callum and Tom. How are we all doing? Um, I'm very well, thank you, Barry. You? Yeah, good. Yeah, all good, Barry. Yeah. Uh, How was your weekend, Cal? Um, yeah, it was pretty pretty good. Watched England, you know. Oh, yeah. It's good yeah. to see him perform well. Yeah, I think it's uh, the first time I've watched England without feeling anxious. Yeah. So it's good. First, yeah. First time ever. For Lammy, uh, what did you get up to this weekend? Um, same, same. Watched England game. Uh, got up to a bit of golf. Um, it was funny actually. Just before I left to to go to play golf, Rachel said to me, my girlfriend, she said, "Have you got a spare pair of socks with you?" I said, "No, why?" She said, "Well, just in case you get a hole in one." Um, <laughs> so I, so, is that yeah, a joke? To, uh, is that a joke? No, no, no. We should stop the podcast here. We're not going to get yeah, better yeah, than yeah. that. Thanks for listening. Right. Unfortunately, unfortunately, listeners are going to have to get used to that. Um, every week. Yeah, every week. Are you coming with a new dad joke every week? Every week. Oh, it's coming. It's gonna right, be I can't wait. It's going to be an awkward. It's going to be an awkward start every week. So yeah, so this first episode, really, I just wanted to give the listeners a chance to get to know a bit more about power and in particular about you guys, Callum and Tom. Um, So maybe you guys could uh, give us a bit of background on sort of where you've been, where you are now, and and we'll eventually get into the future. But but maybe starting back at the beginning, kind of where your PT journeys began. Yeah, so for me, um, once I'd fully qualified as a personal trainer, my initial job in the industry was a, a big corporate gym where you're employed um you're on shift you're, you're t- carrying out classes you're doing your one-to-one personal training um we've we had a little boot camp business on the side of that um that me and callum both did uh, before we opened power so in regards to what you do as a pt for a job we've kind of kind of covered it all really um yeah so so for me um pt in a different few environments really from from sports teams to to private independent facilities to your 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 mobile pt to then commercial gyms and that's actually where uh, me and tom met you know sounds like a little lovely story like it was our, our, our eyes met from across the room they and did, we, we clicks <laughs> um but yes yeah, so, yeah and then as tom mentioned we we, 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 we worked together well and then we developed a boot camp and then things started from there really and that kind of think put the wheels in motion for for us to start thinking about our own facility and what we were going to do and that's when we started thinking about what is today power. Yep. So yeah, so maybe talking a bit more about um, power then. So, so yeah, we know a bit more about you as PTs before this began. And then power began. So, so maybe you can just um, give us a bit more background on on that whole story. Really, maybe maybe start with the the name. Um, yeah, because it's uh, it's an interesting name. Like we we talk about this quite a lot about the fact that your name is quite like a strong word, which kind of someone on the outside might think that goes against maybe the type of clients that you have and the type of clients you're trying to attract. Um, you don't you don't want to be in an intimidating environment, but some people might find that word quite intimidating. So, what what made you think that it was it wasn't the wrong word to use? Well, that it's funny you ask that. So, it took us a long time to we actually came up with power probably one of the first names because we kind of knew what we wanted to do as our stamp in the fitness industry. 
But then at the same time, yeah, there was that stigma of if we call ourselves power, are the people that we want to help in their fitness journey going to turn around and think, oh, that's kind of too much? Is it is it going to be like a, a strongman gym or a bodybuilding yeah. gym? And that's exactly what we're not trying to be. We're trying to be for everybody just to want to improve on the health and fitness. So when we were like, oh, yeah, power power's a good, strong name, but then is it bringing all this uh, kind of negative negative stigma to it? And it actually took us six months to come back to power after exploring probably hundreds of different names to actually settle on that name in the end. Yeah. I think, yeah, we were, we were almost close to to settling for them, them biases that come in the gym industry. And we thought we've set out to change people's biases in the gym industry, which, you know, we'll, we'll touch on later in, in, in the podcast, but... We wanted, by calling ourselves power, we wanted to show that why can't people feel powerful? Why isn't it for everyday people? Just because the name power is not, it's not inclusive. Power is for everyone. Mm. Um, so once we decided on that, that's that set up our like mission of what we wanted to do in the fitness industry and who we are, who we are, what we stood for, and and everything like that. That we wanted to to make changes within the industry, basically. Yeah. So maybe before we go on to uh, sort of the industry, maybe you can just um, go a little bit deeper into that sort of, you know, you've, you've briefly touched on it there, like who it's for and, and what you're trying to achieve. But maybe you could just go into a bit more detail about that, about how it's it's for everyone. It's it's for everyone to feel strong. It's not just for your typical gym lads and people like that. Well, I think I think stereotypically gyms are seen as a place for for young people, for fit people. For, for people, you know, that, that you know, want to pose in a mirror and stuff like that. And straight away, that's what you, you might associate with a gym. Um, I think if you see, like, social media nowadays, it's like either guys are training with the tops off. Yeah. You know, like, women, yeah, women are wearing, you know, very little, which if they want to do that, it's absolutely fine. But then where where's the middle ground for people who don't want to be like like that or they don't want to be like aqua aerobics it's like there's no nothing in between to, to help those people if they want to yeah. lift weights yeah. and be strong and be confident and feel it like a, a market like tom's touching on there that's underserved and i mm. think it's from the like you know you've you early 30s to, to up to your, your 60s your 70s there's, that's a big market there that that's really underserved in the in the fitness in, industry because of how we believe and feel gyms are set up <clears throat> currently and, and how they operate and, and how people perceive them. Yeah. No, I like, I can, I can totally relate to that. I've been like personally to a few different gyms, a few different commercial style gyms. And it, it definitely is a younger, younger crowd in there. And, and yeah, it can be, it can be discouraging at times when, especially if you're just trying to get started on a fitness journey. And I know lots of people, mixed ages like even people younger than 30s like who just maybe aren't the most like comfortable in their own bodies yet and and they're trying to get started they're trying to make that journey but the sort of the advertising the social media that you see on on a daily basis it's not it's not very often aimed at your everyday person is it yeah, you got to look at the platform. So, like, obviously, so something like Instagram might not be targeted for like you know your older generation. So it is like, yeah, it's trying to target that that younger age. But then at the same time, that's that's what you're seeing on you know on a regular basis. Yeah. There was a funny funny time when I worked at the corporate gym where um, there was this old, older chap um, in his fifties. Um, he 
went on the treadmill. You could tell he was just kind of warming up um, when I was, when I'd just seen him when I was working at the corporate gym. And I could see, I spoke to him earlier, I knew what he was doing. Um, he wanted to go on the bench press. Um, and there were a group of young lads, like five or six, and they're all kind of using it, but I don't know if you've seen it before, but they're there, they're on the phones, they're having a bit of a laugh and things like that. But they're there for like 15 minutes and before he's just ended up leaving because by the time he's been on the treadmill for 10, 15 minutes, he's just fed up, he's getting annoyed, he's frustrated, he's out of there. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just, you see, we used to see yeah, that quite see a lot. Yeah, a fair bit. Yeah. And based on that and, and seeing that, that's where we wanted to change the gym environment. Like mm. it, it, there has to be a better solution for that and for people because if you think fitness straight away, it, it's something that is quite hard and not many people enjoy it. So any friction you're going to get from from starting your fitness journey. It's that easy dismissible, isn't it? You're going to just turn it away. Yeah, like, like Tom says there, you're going to really just turn it down and, and find a way out. Yeah. But if you actually go to a gym that supports you, welcomes you, yeah, it's friendly, everyone kind of knows your name and, and, and everything. They enjoy the experience. Yeah, enjoy the actual experience. Start seeing results. You, you want to go back and yep. then it's less friction there. So that's one reason that you're not going to stop. Um, one less reason why you're not going to stop. Sorry, so yeah, no, and I think I think that moves us on to you know d discussing this a bit more in detail and about sort of current gyms, um, in particular these sort of the bigger corporate gyms. Like I briefly touched on my personal experience with these kind of gyms. Like it's just it's so hard to settle into these gyms. It is just, there's so many obstacles in the way. There's zero to very little encouragement from staff or if there's even staff there one of the most recent gyms i attempted to join just kind of the, the the biggest new corporate sort of gym entity out there at the moment i didn't see a single member of staff everything's automated uh, so you go through the gates you scan a pass mm -hmm. whatever you walk in to this giant Which gym works but for a specific market this is it yeah. it's it's fine yeah. like yeah we we don't want to like put anything Again, well, like yeah. people, people who are comfortable going to the gym, they've got their routine, they know what they're doing. Like, yeah, these gyms are absolutely yeah. perfect. They work, they work for a lot of people out there, but then it doesn't. Well, like that might be thirty yeah. percent of the entire population. You know, there's seventy percent that are getting missed, and yeah. you've got to know all, if you think of all the health benefits and and mental well-being benefits that come with exercise, and especially now post-pandemic of them that's probably on the rise or people are now working more in isolation. You know, you've got uh, increasing anxiety, increasing depression. Um, gyms and exercise are a great way to solve that problem, yet it's, like you mentioned... It's like, it's, it's like a barrier, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of people... It, it works for a lot of people, yeah. um, but then there's a lot of people that it doesn't work for. So yeah. it's then trying to solve that problem for them. Well, well, something I touched on there was about it feeling very just like cold atmosphere in this place. You don't meet anyone and things like that. The most success I ever had at a gym, like where I managed to build a routine and actually wanted to go, was a small independent gym that where the staff knew me and they knew me by name and I would chat to them and I would potentially even stay after I'd finished like what I was doing there to just have a chat because it was, it felt friendly. It was a nice mm. atmosphere, but I think in these bigger gyms, there's just a complete lack of that. And if you're someone, like you say, it's so easy to give up like a fitness journey because it is hard. Like no, mm. no part of it is easy. And especially getting started, no matter what age you're at, if you've always struggled with it and you're trying to get started, you will use any excuse you can find to stop that journey. Yep. And yeah, and I think like you said, 
all these little things just add up to a very easy formula to make someone want to walk away and give up. Yeah. And I, I do, I do think like, um, half of it, it is like, you know, it is individual responsibility. But the second, I think the other half is that when you step back from gyms, you are almost set up to fail. It's like going to a gym, there you go, crack on. You've got no idea what to do, how to do it. You know, you might put off certain things, certain certain movements. I, I feel like it's almost like getting in a car with no driving experience whatsoever. You've had no lessons and then suddenly being told to do a parallel park. You're set up to fail. You're not going to achieve the outcome that you desire, the desired outcome, basically. So Yeah, like from personal experience, the my sort of first real attempt at like going to a gym was a was more it still has that kind of corporate feel but a sort of local leisure center uh so that was like my first like introduction to like going to a gym like wanted to try and get strong wanted to lose some weight and all this kind of stuff and i've a very like i can remember very well my induction if you can even call it that uh which was some person who barely introduced themselves to me who sort of walked me through the doors and basically pointed a bunch of machines and was like, oh, that's your arm, like shoulder press, that's your leg press, and that's some other stuff over there. Um, and yeah, uh, if you need anything, uh, give me a shout. But they all That sounds like a good standard of induction that's out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, and one of the main things was, the first year I was going to gyms, I didn't like touch free weights. Because no one, no one's there to help you. And it looks very intimidating at first. Like you see all these people doing things of it. And it's like the idea of putting two heavy things in your arms with like the machines look safe. Like you yeah. kind of, you understand how the machines work. They've got those nice little pictures drawn on them. It's easy to like just blag your way through that. But when it comes to free weights, which are probably going to be far more useful in terms of like the variety you can add into your, uh, your routines and things like this. There's no one there, like, no one wants to help you on that side of things. No mm. one wants to uh, be there and sort of instruct you. And you end up just falling back onto YouTube and things like this, which can work then for I some think, people. Yeah, but even, which, on, even on platforms nowadays, there's so much conflicting advice out oh, there. Yeah. It's, you, you, just think, you just think, what's the point? I'll just, just stop. I'll just give in. Like, this is it. Yeah, he's telling me this. I'm telling me that someone else is telling me this. So, But I think that might be a, maybe a, a pod for another day about yeah, that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, you, you're right in that. There's just nothing, no, no support there whatsoever. That, that, that reminds me of, of, a, of, a, of a, well, I don't know if it's funny, but a, st a story when, when I start, first started out at gyms, I can remember walking into the weights room thinking, no, you know what? I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm grabbing this, this, this bar. Um, put, put some weight on. Started uh, started doing the exercise, only to for all the, the basically the the weight plates to, to fall off and cause a massive thump in the middle of the gym. Everyone looking at me, some snig people sniggering, um, just because I, I had no idea about gym clips. You know, something as a little simple as putting a clip on the bar. I had no idea because no one had shown me. This no, this was two weeks ago, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I've only just learned how to use gym clips. Your personal training. things like that, and you know. Um, Something as simple as that could have uh, and almost did put me off gyms. Yeah. No, this is it. it. It doesn't have to be something complex. It can be the most basic thing. But if no one tells you, then yeah. how are you supposed to know the most basic things? I think that comes down to confidence as well, because if it's something that, unless like we, we know what we're doing because we've done qualifications in it and we've got years of experience, but 
even people that might have a clue about what they're doing, but then they don't have a lot of gym confidence. And then something like that happens to them, they're causing a ruckus and everybody looks over to them. That might be enough for them to stop going to the gym because they might have a little bit of anxiety or, you know, they might have other issues that might just think, actually, I've, I've made a fool of myself here. I'm not going to go again. Mm. So it's about creating that right environment as well. Yeah. But that's something else we can talk about down the line. Yeah. So I think maybe just to finish off on, uh, on sort of talking about this is you've obviously spotted an issue. You've seen a potential gap in the market and you've decided to create powers. Maybe we could just sort of return to sort of talking about that again and just elaborate on, you know, all these things we've just discussed about the issues with gyms. Like how did that all come together for you two to kind of come together and decide, right, we need, let, let's do something about this. Yeah. Well, I think from my point of view, um, when we, me and Callum had the boot camp on the side of working for this corporate company, um, just the feedback that we got from people and how popular we were, but we didn't feel like we were doing anything like different. We just yeah, like, we, no, we were doing our thing. We wanted really to coach him. more, didn't we? Yeah. We, boot camp's full of energy and everything like that, but we knew we wanted to coach more. Yeah. And we just, we just saw like what an effect we had on people's lives in regards to like health and fitness and, and even like your mental health. And it's quite, obviously you've got to be a certain type of a person to, obviously get your job satisfaction from, from helping others and that's what we get. So for us, it's more about like we get a, a massive job satisfaction from helping people um, and, and obviously like we listed earlier about the benefits of exercise in general, whether it's mental health or physical health, like if we can help more people doing that, then then that's brilliant. That's what we like. So so yeah, like, like Tom mentioned there, the boot camp and, and we saw the effect it had on people. And then like, like I, I mentioned, we wanted to kind of homing on that and and boot camp is full of energy and it's great and everyone loved it but we then wanted to get a bit more hands-on with people so we wanted to create a hub a place where we could do that um and that's when like we said we we, we created power the, the the little studio in menston um which we focused heavily on on you know one-to-one little small group classes where we could get more involved with the coaching side of things rather than just that that energy is there when you need it but much more about how to move well, certain exercises and the reasons behind doing certain exercises and, and, and things like that, really. So, yeah, so maybe before we sort of move on to talking a bit more about the future, we can, maybe you guys could just wrap up power for me, like in a nutshell, yeah. sort of give me a breakdown of kind of what power is. So uh, maybe the easiest way to do this is if we maybe go into our mission statement. So our mission yeah. statement is, at Power, our mission is to empower our members to step into their lives with confidence and well-being. We're changing what fitness feels like with fresh, fun, feel-good, small group personal training in a home-from-home environment. Did you did, did you remember that off the top of your head? That's off the top say. of my head. That's no, I'm anyway. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounded, it sounded so natural. Uh, yeah. it's, just, it's, just, uh, it's just in the have back you got, of my head. Have you got it printed on like a neon? Yeah, like, uh, live, laugh, love time. Like yeah, just got it on, on in my bedroom. <laughs> so that that kind of mission statement defines who we are, what what we're trying to achieve within the industry, and, and yeah, and what we're doing. Yeah, I, I think that, that sums it up nicely, that, that power is a place for everyone, that everyone deserves to feel powerful. And, and that we want to create that fun, fresh, different environment for, for people to, to train in and, and, you know, actually see the benefits of, of exercise. No, that sounds great. So 
maybe now it's time to talk about the future and the future of power because yeah, uh, I know there's uh, some pretty exciting things in the works. Uh, so maybe you could just uh, just tell us a little bit about so, what's happening. Yeah, yeah. So the Menson <laughs> Studio yeah. is basically it's 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 done it. It served its purpose. We like we like it, but we want to want to grow and we want to basically help more people. We were capped one, and we feel studio. restricted in there. For those that have been in there, know it's quite it's quite limited in size, and there's only so much you can do, and there's only so many people you can see. And we've been on the lookout for a, a new site for since pre-COVID. You know, this is always something that we had in the, in, in the plan. This is always something uh, that's been a, a dream of mine and Tom's to to actually go into more of, of a gym based. However, based on the previous points that we mentioned, we want a gym that is a completely different experience. So we are coming, coming with the idea of a personal training gym. So touch on like, like Tom's worked in commercial gyms uh, more, more than me. So I'll, I'll let him talk about the, like the actual walkthrough process of, and the experience of a commercial gym. But bear in mind, we want the complete opposite. Yeah. So commercial gym, uh, let's go through. If I was just uh, a new member, just starting. Um, so it's my first time in um, as a member after joining up. I'm walking in and I'm going in for my induction. Obviously, Barry, you spoke about this a little bit earlier. Um, this is what I've seen in the past in my experience. So you walk in, you, you, meet, you meet a personal trainer and they're, and they're obviously really enthusiastic not and then what they're doing is they're taking you around the kit um but all they're really doing is obviously you know making a lot of the times their job easier and that's obviously what the machines are for mm. so they're going around and they're just basically saying yeah sit on there do this do that uh not in massive detail um probably enough for you to not hurt yourself significantly yeah. but probably not doing it great either because yeah. obviously you've only got like that one hour every if you're lucky three months to to go over that um, unless you were to pay extra and purchase some personal training um once you've been showed around for kind of 45 minutes with a very basic program of just how to use the machines which is probably like 50 percent of the gym equipment that you're paying for as part of your membership um then you kind of left your own devices so then what they'll do is you might have like a little program card on your induction card that's like left in 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 a pile and then when you come back in, you're meant to grab that card and remember everything you got taught in a 45-minute period. Mm. Um, so then, you know, like we've seen many times before, people get frustrated because they might be paying, you know, this monthly membership. They're going round, right, I don't even remember what I'm doing here. What, what am I doing? Do I, do I pull that? Do I push that? Am I using my legs, my arms? I don't have a clue. What happens, Barry? I bet, I bet you're guilty of this. It's, it's a pay-and-stay-away membership. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you, don't, you, don't, you pay you it, but you, don't, you never go. Now, you know, I don't want to speak, like, negative... But when you're signing up for a monthly membership where you get, you know, classes included, you've got to think, what are these classes? Now, in a lot of gyms, there's a certain there's a certain class that gets passed around and it's a bit outdated. So, like, any of the new studies, like, in recent times, it's just doing these. I mean, you've seen them, Cal, how many times over where they're just, they're just, they're outdated, they're just not great. And the people that do these classes are probably quite inexperienced, new and, and freelance instructors. So a lot of the times, from my personal experience, people that don't hang around that long, so they're not there, so they don't like build up a rapport with the members or know if they've got injuries or whatever. And it's basically trying, obviously, with the commercial gym, they're trying to squeeze as many people into a studio as possible to make it as profitable as possible because it's a corporate company. 
So then it's like, what kind of experience are you getting? So, you know, you're getting unlimited classes. Oh, great, I can go whenever I want. But then what what are, what experience do you get from those classes? You're packed into a class, someone who's just getting paid on an hourly basis that might not know about your, your history and things like that, and you're just basically running around the room like an headless chicken. Or you flip that on its head. Let's, let's try and create an environment where... You walk in the door, you're welcomed, you coach through your sessions, you've got support in the background, you know, everything that we'll touch on down the line in in, in the next podcast. But right now, that, that's we want to create that environment where everybody knows you and we know everything about you. Yeah. So we can go and produce the best sessions and, and training for you as we can. Yeah. What I think is imagine you've got that, you've got that environment, then you've got really good quality coaching, that, and coaches that know everything about you. So, um, you know, if you've hurt your knee or you've just had a newborn baby or anything like that, we know how to adapt the sessions to suit suit you better. And um, that's just going to inevitably lead to, to one thing, results. You know, you're going to want to stay there. And, and what's your space like? We're, we're, the new gym hopefully will be ready in early spring. And, you know, um, I think now would be a good time to, to register interest so we can, uh, and those that join the email list, find out a little bit more and have the first chance of discounted, you know, memberships in a limited time, stuff like that. So I think it'd be a good time to to, to, to find out more. Yeah. Nice way to squeeze that in there, Colin. Oh, yeah. you know, you know, you know you business. Got sell a little bit. He's not, <laughs> he's not just a PT, he's a salesman as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so maybe just before finishing up like we're gonna we're gonna discuss in a lot more detail what the new gym is gonna be about in further podcasts but maybe you can just sort of give us a brief overview about this this new power this new building and and what and what's going to be different from the current setting so it's obviously the location the location is um, opposite Farnell in, in, in Geisley, the Range Rover place. It used to be Lennox Leisure, the swimming pool shop, which we've heard from a few clients. Many used to go uh, skinny dipping on a night there after a heavy night in Brummels. You not know? Sure, I think Barry's been I'm not sure it's just clients. I'm not sure it's just clients. The size of it. Yeah, so the size, the size, no, it's, a, it's a big... Uh, step from me and Tom and, and power going forward, which we're really excited about. But also, you know, you're apprehensive about. Um, so it's it's probably four times the size of, of the current power. But people are, and current clients have, have seen that and been like, we will lose the personal side of things. Mm. Not at all. That is exactly what we're about. Yeah. We just want to try and help more people have more space to do that. Yeah. Um, figured out a way how to keep it personal at yeah. scale. Yeah, yeah, so maybe you could talk a bit do. about that, uh, like briefly. Like we're gonna obviously like so, yeah. have a full podcast in this, but you can give people. Yeah, a and we're gonna we're gonna uh, move from a one to one model more into small group personal training model, yeah. and straight away, um, people um, have a perception it's how how small group per, small group personal training personable, yeah. but we'll go through that in another podcast because we've yeah. got four steps to that and, and go in depth on that, and people can see actually. I mean, I yeah, yeah, we do want to go into detail yeah. like that so people fully understand yeah. what we're trying to achieve. It's been a long time coming. You know, we've been planning this this site for a year and a half, and we, and we want to get going with it. And, and we're uh, looking forward to it. Really, really, yeah. really looking forward to it. And um, you know, at the moment, we've had no no fallouts. We've agreed on the color of the lighting and Haven't the we? and the. <laughs> and the <laughs> I think I just need a few. So we're, we're smooth <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wish very, but yeah, yeah. We're, we're we can't wait. 
We're ready. It's it's a step that we're both ready for. Buzzing. No, it all sounds really exciting, and I'm looking forward to talking a bit more about the new place, like with you guys, and and going into a bit more detail because I think there's there's a lot of burning questions out there from uh, members, people who are interested. I think you've got a few as well, so that'll that'll be interesting to cover the ones that you've got because obviously it's a different experience that a different gym, sorry, that you've not experienced yet. No, exactly, and hopefully I can be a bit of a the sort of the instigator of questions that a lot of people will have because I am. I'm sort of the outsider in this and I'm the person who doesn't really know, you yeah, know a yeah. lot about this new type of business so it's um hopefully gonna be really interesting to kind of get your thoughts on it and and learn a lot more about it um so for now though yeah. uh make sure you tune in cheers very next one um yeah cheers. now thank you very much yeah cheers guys thank you. yeah cheers guys